So I think a lot of us, when we're breastfeeding, worry, you know, is my diet good enough? Am I, you know, creating the most high quality breast milk? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today I'm going to be talking about some new research on breastfeeding. So I'm going to be describing three new research studies that have come out in the past few months that might change how you think about breastfeeding. So why am I talking about breastfeeding? So this week is World Breastfeeding Week, and World Breastfeeding Week is recognized the first week of August every year um, to spread awareness and support for breastfeeding. Um, And so in honor of this important week, I'm going to be sharing three research findings related to breastfeeding that have come out in the past few months that I think that you will think are very interesting. If you are interested in more research back tips on breastfeeding, including um, some of the research on the breast is best versus fed is best debate, I really want to direct you to my website to check out a new resource guide that I have. So this is a PDF resource guide. It's completely free. You can download it. You can share it. Um, and you can find it at on my website, which is parentingtranslator.org slash resources. And again, it's totally free. You can download it and it will give you some practical tips to um, make breastfeeding a little bit easier um, that are all based in research. So the first research finding I want to talk about is this um, new study that came out about something called breastfeeding aversion response. So breastfeeding aversion response is a feeling of aversion that occurs during the entire duration that the child is latched. So this could be um, mothers report breastfeeding feeling exhausting or sickening, or that they feel touched out, angry, anxious, violated, guilty, or disconnected during the breastfeeding session. This feeling is different from something you might have heard of that's called um, dysphoric milk ejection reflex or DEMER. And DEMER is a feeling of sadness during the milk letdown specifically. So for DEMER, negative feelings only occur during letdown and the breastfeeding aversion response occurs during the entire breastfeeding session. So this study was really interesting because they looked at how prevalent is this experience. And they found that one in five women reported breastfeeding aversion response. Most women, 96% who experienced this, also reported challenges with breastfeeding. Um, For example, cracked or painful nipples. Yet 82.5% of women, so almost all of these women, who experienced breastfeeding aversion response indicated that their overall breastfeeding experience was positive, rating it as good or very good. Women with higher education and income were less likely to experience breastfeeding aversion response. And women who are breastfeeding for the first time were tandem breastfeeding, meaning they were breastfeeding two children of different ages at the same time, um, or were best breastfeeding around the time of ovulation or menstruation, were more likely to experience breastfeeding aversion. Most women who experience breastfeeding aversion report feeling isolated and unsupported. 
Um, women who are experienced this clearly need more support and understanding. Um, a lactation consultant or a mental health professional may help you to learn how to manage conflicting feelings related to breastfeeding while still achieving your breastfeeding goals. So the re second research finding that I want to highlight is uh, another new study that came out that found that breastfeeding may cost families up to $10,000, and this is in U.S. dollars, or more per year. So there's an often quoted line that you might have heard um, that breastfeeding is free. And although breastfeeding, assuming that it is possible for you, may save parents the high cost of formula, it's misleading to say that it's entirely without cost. In particular, suggesting that breastfeeding is free fails to acknowledge the huge time commitment associated with breastfeeding that falls almost exclusively on mothers. A new study attempted to quantify the cost of breastfeeding to help better understand some of the barriers to breastfeeding that some families may experience. So the researchers estimated that breastfeeding may cost families between $8,640 to $11,611 per year. Um, a small part of this cost, somewhere from like $700 to $1,000 per year, it involves equipment and support. So lactation consultants, nursing bras, nursing pillows, nipple cream, increased in food intake for the mother, et cetera. But nearly all of this estimate is the opportunity cost of a mother's time. So breastfeeding may require more time away from work or professional opportunities being lost in order to um, successfully pump after returning to work. In particular, the researchers estimated that breastfeeding may demand three to four hours per day of a mother's time, and they multiplied that by minimum wage in the United States to get between 8000 to 10500 per year about. Um, so that's how much money, potential wages, that a mother is missing out on. So although higher income families and mothers who are salaried employees may be able to make this time commitment work, lower income families and employees who are hourly workers may not be able to afford it. So the purpose of sharing this estimate is not to discourage breastfeeding, but to make sure that breastfeeding families have the support they need and that women are recognized for the time spent breastfeeding. It's important to note that formula feeding is also expensive and parents, and again, most often it's mothers, um, spend many hours preparing formula bottles and cleaning bottle parts. Realistically, estimating the cost of breastfeeding may help to remove some of the barriers for breastfeeding, especially for low-income families. So this research really suggests that breastfeeding families need more accommodations to support breastfeeding at work and paid family leave in order to compensate for the lost wages and opportunities at work. Providing more financial support around breastfeeding may help families to achieve their breastfeeding goals. Now, the third study I want to talk about found that breast milk contains a molecule that is involved in enhancing brain connectivity. So this study was published in July 2023, and they found that a sugar molecule that is a component of breast milk called myoinositol 
is important enhancing brain connectivity. The researchers studied breast milk samples from mothers in very different locations. So their three locations were Cincinnati, Mexico City, and Shanghai. And they did this to make sure that they were identifying a substance that was universal to breast milk that is not dependent on diet, race, or location. So myo-inositol is present in highest concentrations in early breastfeeding um, during the first few months of life, and it gradually decreases over the first year, although it is still found in breast milk at 12 months and possibly beyond, although the study only went till 12 months. Um, The researchers found that putting this molecule with neurons in a dish, in a lab, increase connectivity among those cells. So we don't necessarily know that this molecule makes brains more efficient or more intelligent in any way. We need more research to show that. We just know that it increases brain connectivity. This study does suggest three important lessons about breast milk. So first, breast milk is likely more than just sustenance and calories for an infant, but it probably provides some micronutrients that are also involved in brain development. And it's really important that we understand these micronutrients so we can understand why breast milk is important and also help to improve formula that is available for infants as well. Um, Second, the other interesting thing about this is these findings suggest that breast milk may have the same benefits regardless of diet. So I think a lot of us, when we're breastfeeding, worry, you know, is my diet good enough? Am I, you know, creating the most high quality breast milk? But researchers found the same concentration of this molecule regardless of the mother's diet. So that's really important. Third, um, this study shows that breast milk adapts to the baby's needs over the course of development. So this molecule is produced in the highest concentration when the baby needs it the most. So when connections are forming among neurons in the first few weeks and months of life. Those are the three findings I have for you this week. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to the Parenting Translator newsletter. Um, Listen next week for more research back tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.